All right, welcome to the IST CrossFit Podcast. Uh, today, just three of us. Um, Chris is back from vacation tomorrow. I hope you had a great time, Chris. Um, but that'll be nice to have Chris back. But we're going to talk about um, the CrossFit quarterfinals. Some of you might have been aware there was a competition this past weekend, maybe saw it on social media, and we're just going to go over kind of how it how it ran, each event, how we felt, how we felt the setup was um, for Sean, myself, and Joe. And again, just give our feelings, kind of talk really candidly about it and openly about kind of where CrossFit has went in the last five, six years, how it's changed and stuff of that nature. So, uh, Alex, why don't you uh, start her out? Oh, sure. How'd, so, how'd you do? Uh, I did not participate, so I did not do very well. Okay. Also, uh, congratulations to Steph. She also qualified, but uh, went on vacation, which... Good choice. Good choice, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, if you've been following the Open and the previous years, things have changed quite a bit. Uh, so this year, they kind of put all the weight back into the Open. So if your goal is to advance to the CrossFit Games, uh, you have to qualify through the Open. Uh, they took the top 10% in the, the continent. Is that right? Yeah, top, top 10%. There's about 7,700 or 77,000, I believe, uh, males that signed up in our age category, 18 to 34, in, in North America. North America yeah. In North America. And yeah. so you guys are in the top 7,700, right? Top 10%, that, yeah. That That's off. great math. That's <laughs> yeah. great math. Uh, and so uh, those who are in that qualified for the next round, which is the quarterfinal, uh, and then they took the top 120 males or the top 120 females from that number, and those will go to kind of like the next round, which are they still calling it a sanctional? It, I think it's a sanctioned, yes. So it's just a, a semifinal. That's what it's called. A okay. Semifinal event. So then these are in-person competitions for this this next round, uh, and so they'll have like a real judge and all that type of stuff, and it'll be very much so the uh, normal like in-person competition setting. So the quarterfinal it was all online. Uh, you guys had five workouts, and it sounded like you had to do two in a twenty-four hour window, the next two in a twenty-four hour window, and then the last one in a twenty-four hour window. Um, the, all the events were released at once on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Thursday. It was supposed to be at like, like 2 o'clock. 2, like but it was a little bit before. Mid-afternoon, yeah. Yep. And so they had to do two events by uh, Friday at 2 p.m. Yep. Two events <laughs> yeah. by Saturday at 2 p.m. And then that final event by Sunday at 2 p.m. Uh, but they had the option, you know, you could do all of them on the first day if you wanted. Or you could, like, you strategically could try to plan it out. Yeah, you could do multiple times on each one. You just had to submit... Uh, workout one and workout two score by you know the deadline, which was two p.m. on Friday for the first two. Um, so what was the first workout? The event one was um, three rounds for time, ten strict handstand push up, ten uh, swinging bicep curls. I mean uh, dumbbell hand cleans, and then uh, fifty double unders. After you do your three rounds, you get a minute rest. And then it's 10 kipping handstand push-up, 10 dumbbell shoulder to overhead. You can push press, strict press, whatever, jerk it, doesn't matter. Uh, and then 50 double unders. So that, that was a really quick workout. That was kind of like your shoulder endurance gymnastics test. Um, both of us liked that workout when it came out. Yeah. Uh, thought we would both do really well on it. Kind of the general <laughs> takeaway from the weekend is guys are really, really fast. Um, so even on workouts that we thought we would uh, seize and like 
do really well on, uh, there's lots of really fast guys. Yeah. It's, you know, and one thing to add, we have, you have to video all your workouts as well and yeah. submit them, which is another little wrinkle in it to get that up. But yeah, um, yeah that first workout, it's fast. So you, you look at your video, I, will, I judge Joe and I'm like, damn, he goes unbroken and goes fast. Um, you know, and hundreds of guys beat you and it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. And then, you know, I did it and Alex goes, that was ridiculously fast. Yeah. And then you get beat by 20 guys and then you see their video and they're 40 seconds faster than you. And you're like, how do you get faster? And it's, it's little things like that. When you do these competitions, you think back at, it, you're like, Ugh, I got to go be faster at double unders, which once you get them is another thing. You have to move the dumbbell faster or toe the line with not doing reps the right way. Yeah. Uh, and then handstands, you just hit who can hit your head off the ground fastest. And then couple that with, all right, how fast can you get to your jump rope? How fast can you get like everything just is, we talk about in class with transitions. It becomes just like a hurricane. Like, like it's so fast. The, the funniest thing is like I'm watching, I've seen, I've seen you done a million workouts, but this one is like you had to have your stuff set up a certain distance apart. And like you have to have it as close to that distance as you can. Like you're setting the jump rope down in a way that it's going to be ready for you on that the you next can round. you pick it up for the next round. And like know? still somehow someone's going 40 seconds faster. 40 seconds faster. Which yeah. is. I mean, it, it was so so close. I'm literally towing the line with my heels. It was right. like yeah, it was like healing the line. It was like you're in the end zone. Like yes. you're making a catch. Like during a push. Press. And they, they reviewed the video and it was fine. Um, but yeah, that's how close it was on that. But a, a good workout, I think, for everyone to start on. Um, yeah, and I thought it was. I think maybe it could have been a little longer. Maybe like a. I would have yeah. liked four rounds of each, but Joe probably as well. But uh, I would have liked. As many strict handstand push-ups as possible. I mean, could have been Alex, yeah, yeah. Alex likes to joke about that. That yeah, I like could have been eighty on yeah. <laughs> I really like strict handstand push-ups, um, but I guess like just from a personal perspective on that workout, even though it was eye-opening, like wow, like I've came a long way on this kind of stuff, and I still have a long way to go. Um, I was super happy with. My, this is going to sound ridiculous, but my execution on the jump rope, um, for those of you who have done class with me before, especially when I started, you've probably seen me... Uh, Joe's done jumping jacks instead of jump rope, which is a, a great way to start. Yes. When you were but here in yes. 2018, you, it's you not like jumping it, jacks. When, I was, when, I, was, when I was as an intern... It didn't come easy. It did not come easy. And... You went unbroken. A year later, yeah, so basically last... The last open that they did, I got demolished by a jump rope workout, and I was so frustrated. And over the last year, I'm not kidding, I've probably done 1,000 or more jump ropes a week, whether it's single unders, yeah. double unders, whatever, That's just true. to get... I couldn't believe you can handle it. I was like, I've said that, I cannot believe you're doing box jumps after all that. After, jump, after jumping and stuff, and it's like, just because... I'll be honest, like even as a kid, I did not jump rope and it was such a foreign skill to me and it took me so long to even get a double under. And then like when I realized, hey, I kind of want to be like, I want to be competitive at this. And then there's like workouts with 300 double unders as a chunk. And I'm like, okay, I need to really just dig in and like make this not a liability if it comes out. And a year later, I was able to take what was like my probably my biggest weakness movement paired with my one of my better movements and then execute to get a good score yeah. and that's like that's a year of training with me just like 
really doing, focused you're really training. focused yeah. on getting better at jump rope um and you could speak to other folks trying to get better at jump rope with that exact thing like for you gotta sure. do it more yeah and like it's singles right and and that's when like somebody comes up to me in class like I sympathize with you so much like if you're struggling with jump rope because I've been there and like I know kind of the process of like it's humbling doing a 20 minute AMRAP of 50 single unders and 50 air squats but that's what I had to do for like three months to just get okay with like having a jump rope in my hand and knowing I'm not gonna miss and then like trying to transfer that over to double unders so it's like it was it was a rewarding snippet of the weekend which going forward like you just it's still a weakness but i'm not it's not a liability anymore so that was my biggest takeaway from that and then you you learned them right away it didn't even take you any time yeah you just had them yeah i just (laughs) which was funny yeah you're like this is so easy and you can do them with nearly any rope short long like i'm lucky enough to (laughs) acquire skills really easily it's a whole different story when i have to do lots of them at once double unders were good for me but yeah yeah. So, so that was the first one. Um, number two, w- number two is a pretty exciting one to talk about. This is one where oh. um, Joe reached out and thankfully got Callista on board, and we went up to the Woodland YMCA and the Gymnastics Academy and used their space. But it was a, uh, I mean, just a lot of reps. It was ended up being 180 glute ham developer sit up. So if you guys have been to the gym down by the boxes, there's the back extension machines. You have to do a sit up in that, touch the ground, touch the um, the foot pad. It's like a really long range of motion sit up. If you yeah, haven't seen yeah. it, like which you're we really have, stretched which out. Which we have never done in class, and yeah. I feel pretty confident saying we will never put in class. Yep. Um, they can be done safely sometimes by yeah. some people, but we it's we're yeah. not a big fan of it. No, honestly. Then 180 single leg slash pistol squats, which we've done, and then it was I think 18 rope climbs, and it was like a ladder 60, 50, 40, 30 with like six, five, four, three. Long workout, 20-minute cap. Uh, we get up there. We're we're at the Gymnastics Academy 8 p.m. plus till 10.30 on Thursday night. Alex was struggling with the uh, second shot symptoms, oh, too. Yeah. So, like, it was just a mess. Um, yeah, I didn't know if I was going to make it in the next morning. I made it in, but then I was a goner. But anyways. Uh, yeah, and that was just, you know what? I said it earlier. Like, that was a workout where you could have just, I mean, not personally could have talked almost the entire time. It was that kind of pace, kind of muscular endurance test. Uh, I personally didn't mind it. Um, it was just boring if you ever had one of those workouts. Uh, a good test of the rope climbs. I ended up pushing the whole time, and I think I got 17.35, which I was really happy about because I am not good at rope climbs. Scared of heights from the beginning and have slowly gotten better, but it's hard to practice when we have a 12-foot rope here. So Yeah, that, like we didn't talk about that. The reason we had to go somewhere else is they required a 15-foot rope and we only have 12-foot ceiling, and that doesn't work. And a big transformer-looking machine. Yeah. So, like, it's not like it was a rope. You could easily just go on a tree and do it with, like, burpees. You have to actually bring a machine that Joe and Justin brought up there to, to pair with that. So that kind of... Big, awkward thing. Like, you can't fit this in your car. You, no. Like, it was... No. Then you So then we get there, right? And then we have to take the rope down. I, I shouldn't say we. I didn't have to. I'm scared of heights. So these, <laughs> these guys did. Um... <laughs> Sean's like a monkey up there. It's like 16 and a half, 17 foot. He's fumbling around. Take the rope off. You know, we got to tape up everything because you have to have standards. You have uh, to it measure it each video, right? Measure Every the video. rope each video. So <laughs> someone's up there with the, you know, it's all these little things that go into a competition that suck. 
I, I, that I wasn't a huge fan of this year. But um, well, it's, and it's stuff you have to do only because it's this new online format. So otherwise, yes. you'd just be in person. Yeah, and they would they take would care set of that the stuff you. up. Yeah. Like you don't have to <laughs> you have to hang a rope up at your own competition. And and that was a workout. Uh, it's just being a little cautious with how much volume you're getting on that sit up because that's a workout that can induce a lot of soreness and in your knees with the pistols if you don't have flexibility. So uh, that was tough. I know personally I was extremely happy with how I did and, you know, left after the first two workouts being really happy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second workout for me, uh, I was quite nervous about. Um, so throughout the open and a little bit before that, I had been nursing uh, some back and hip issues. Um, so I had actually not done any, why well, I had done 10 GHD setups, uh, basically leading into the workout. Joe, you actually told me like after you made it through the open, you said if there's GHD setups, I might not be able to do it. Yes. Like, remember you told me that? If and there are I, GHD setups and pistols yeah. in the workout, I think you said something about that. Yeah. It ended up happening. You made it. Yeah. There was 180 of each and I just went, oh. Yeah. So I was really nervous about that workout, but, um, thankfully like. I was able to work with some really good people who helped me kind of uh, piece my body together and uh, was feeling was feeling good enough to give it a try. But in reality, like, uh, was quite cautious and, like, in a competition, you can't be like that. And I knew that after that workout, um, that was going to drastically affect my, like, rest of the weekend, um, just, like, performance-wise. But... I was really thankful for like the people that we have in the gym for allowing us to set something up like that. And even though it didn't go great, um, I was, I thought like, I'll, I'll, like, I'll, like I'll remember doing that workout cause it was at a different place. Like the hoop, the, the hoops we had to go through, to, like set all this up and just like the people that like dropped everything to help us make it happen. So that, um, I am like thankful for that memory and it was cool doing it with Brendan and Sean. Yeah, and, so. it, and Sean, speaking, I'll speak for him on that. I thought he did really well on him. He's not great with his ankle flexibility, so the pistols were tough, but his rope climbs were great. His sit-ups were really smooth, so I think he... He probably hasn't done a ton of them in training. Pistols? Like GHD? uh, GHDs and rope, rope climbs. climbs. I don't know. <laughs> All of them? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, he Sean's a gamer, and he, he gamed that one and ended well. So that was that was our Thursday. Um, so... You had to have them submitted by Friday. You had to have them submitted by two. So, and that was the only time we could get that done, right? It's not yeah. like we're professional CrossFit athletes or aspiring ones where you just kind of hang out and doesn't matter. You pick a time, go yeah. do it. Uh, that was the time that we had to get that done. So it was fun. And that just moved us into Friday, which um, the two workouts, the first one was 120 wall ball, 120 cow roll. Um, Kind of a dream workout for you, Alex. You probably wish you could have done that. That would have been my favorite one. Well, actually, the front squat would have been my favorite one. And then that would have been the second favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Both. But, uh, Joe, why don't you talk about that one first quick and then... Yeah, so the wall ball row, uh, you had to do it in that order. So 120 wall ball shots and then you do 120 cal row. Uh, Everyone listening is like, oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. We're um, going to do it in class. It actually wasn't... We are. Oh, so spoiler. Oh, um, I actually don't mind wall ball and rowing, especially when they're put together. That was another eye opener for me, though, just to realize how fast and how good people are at that movement, though, especially those two together. That you do all 120 wall ball unbroken. 
I did not. I my legs were quite sore from the GHG, the quad, my quads. So I went 60, 30, 30 with like really short rest and then tried to make up some time on the rower. Was happy with. You rode well, yeah. Yeah, I was happy with how I did on both portions. What, like, whenever you do a workout, kind of in like the online format, especially like you don't have any real point, <laughs> real point of reference. Um, yeah. Until so the scores come. Until up. the scores come in, you're like, man, I did, I did great, yeah. and uh, it's this is, this is ridiculous to me. The best scores in North America on this workout were under eight minutes. So for you guys who like like rowing, this will this will resonate with you. That means that you did 120 in a row, fast, and then you got on the rower and you held 1,700 or more cows per hour for 120 straight calories. That is to me freakishly fast, which is super impressive, um, and just gives me another thing to realize that I can continue to work on. However, for, I think both of us, I mean, I don't like consider myself like tiny, but I'm definitely not like big in comparison to some people. Um, it would have been nice to be like two to three inches taller on the wall ball and the rower. Yeah, Cause it makes it, right. cause it makes a big difference for both those movements. Um, so, but I can't change that. I can only get better at, at what I can control. So that was kind of my takeaway from that workout. Um, yeah, I think females was under 10 were the good scores. It's probably in mid-9s, honestly. And they had the same exact workout. Same exact the workout. 14-pound ball. So that's pretty darn impressive. Yeah. Although I think they can cycle wall balls a little faster. Ball doesn't have to go as high. It doesn't have to go as high and it's yeah. light. Uh, but, yeah, so that's impressive. And, it, you know, when I saw this one, I'm like, I just I don't like that combo. It's always really hard for me. But I've been working on that combo um, almost puking a couple times in training this year. So, you know, I it's just like, whatever, I'll do the best I can. I went 95, 25 on wall ball, just tried to squat as fast as I could get that done as fast as I could basically like get a burn in your shoulders, try to go more quad on the squat. I actually was thinking that, but just do that naturally. Um, and then the row, uh, I know I got there at like probably 350, And then I just tried to hold 1300 plus the whole time, pick it up a little bit and just, yeah, just didn't have a big kick at the end, like a 15, 16, 1700 cal an hour kick that you need to be one of the top 100 type people so like how where do you feel that row when you're doing it your legs your that was my hamstrings glutes because that's just kind of way i row yeah i get it there so if i wall ball i tried to just go really knees forward narrow stance save the backside yeah Um, and it actually felt relieved like when i got to the row i didn't feel that bad i thought i'd be exhausted but i could get it up to speed pretty quick yeah uh, that was one that, that of the five workouts of the weekend, if I were to have redone one or like of the five, I would choose to redo that one. Cause I actually felt better than I thought I would even at the end. Um, like it wasn't like crazy aerobic. Um, like I thought it would be like, I thought I would be breathing way harder after the wall ball, but, um, yeah, that's just like a good learning experience to be like. I need to go faster and I feel that my body can go faster. So next time that comes up, like give it a, give it a go and try to go faster. Yeah. I mean, I did redo it um, Yeah, and got 17 seconds better. And it was just like, all right, I know my score, my time, just like you got to mentally just try to stay ahead of time and, yeah. and push, try to go a little faster on wall ball and redid it. And like that's 240 wall balls. And I don't know. Yeah less than 24 hours. So I was feeling that. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, now and, and the 180 pistols, 180 and pistols, heavy front squat. Yeah, which brings us to our fourth event. Well, I got one thing to say about like your comment about like, and I went 17 seconds faster. And some people might hear that and be like, "You redid all that for 17 seconds." Well, in this kind of format, 17 seconds is like, yeah, that's did you huge. look at how many points it would have been? Probably no, 200. I looked at how many points one pound and two pounds on the front squat would have been. Yeah, which is equally as horrendous, or five pounds, it's like a thousand spots. But yeah, it's pretty it's wild. Four hundred spots by then. It's pretty wild. Yeah, and like Joe said, every second counts. It's like the double under one. Yeah, if you would have tripped one time on the last set of fifty, and, and cost you five more it. seconds, you would have to redo it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, that's just how it is. And you know, you, if you compete a little bit, you'll, you know, you'll understand that just such a volume of people competing that. Every second truly does count, as cliche as it is. Yeah. They kind of set this one up, though. It's like most people, ah, the, the very good top elites are going to be able to handle that much volume if they even did a redo. Yeah. But like a normal person, <laughs> no. Like, you're not going to redo that. You're already going to be, like, barely making it through the weekend with all those pistols and all the squatting movements already. So I don't think many people would have redone that one or the GHD. No. No one redid the GHD. No. That's no. actually asking to just injure yourself yeah. that actually is yeah it's yeah. already high volume once twice it's that's too much so the fourth announced were event four test four was the four rep max front squat 20 minutes to do it um stuff you guys are used to right we work up to a four rep in class uh i i was really sad when i saw it i'm like there, there goes my chances because i'm kind of realistic with it but ended up turning my mind around it and just had fun with it tried to go as heavy as i could and joe was squatting here alex was there Kirsten was there. So it was kind of fun to have some people there turn the music up loud. And I just Fireman did, by Lil Wayne. Fireman by Lil Wayne yep. just hit sets of two until I felt good enough and went for 301. Hit it. Maybe could have done 305. That would have jacked me up the standings, but it wouldn't have mattered that much. So uh, That's a PR for four? I think so. Yeah. It's also it's probably my least favorite workout of all time performance-wise, but kind of a fun, less stressful Sean one. Sean also hit uh, personal best for four. Three, I think 283 or 285 or 287 Seven. something like that yeah. so yeah and like and he was pretty pumped ab up about that because he said because we had what worked to a three rep in class the yep. week before and he hit like 275 or 280 he said and then he was able to do one more rep and more significantly weight. more weight yeah. so like that's the that's the the positive pressure of competition coming mm -hmm. out and like a performance increase from that and that was really cool like to, to see that happen. Um, for me, the takeaway from that workout was, uh, I had spent basically this last year focusing a lot on, like I said, like some of the, my big weaknesses that I had recognized over the, you know, last time we got tested. So like, Lots of burpees, lots of jump rope, longer endurance, like lots of machine work. And I was able to improve in those regards with not much focus on my strength because I've always just thought I was good there even if I didn't train strength that much because like I didn't see that big of a drop off from the numbers I was already at. Uh, however, then some of the front squat numbers came out. I'm like, oh, I will have to do more strength training this next year. Uh, I was happy with my front squat, hit a 328, which is, like I said, for a year of not doing much strength training, I think my best, like, four rep is, like, 
somewhere around like 340, 345. So I wasn't like crazy off. Um, but looking at the numbers, I would have had to squat like a 375 mm. for four to have a really competitive number, which is pretty freakish. I think the best four rep out of anybody was 455. 445. 445? Right. Two kilo. Like 10 guys above 435. Yeah. There's probably, what, 50 guys above four or five? I think so, yeah. Which is insane. That could have been you if you still did CrossFit. Got come back. You could have got fired up for that at 401. Oh, yeah. I would have been pumped. Um, there would have been some metal on. Yeah. Oh. No fireman. Yeah. So, so there, those were four workouts. Now, in terms of that, like, we had to be, have them done by 2 p.m. on Saturday. At that point, so on the Thursday, I actually did front squat and then was all jazzed up. Went right into the event one, which Literally was the dumbbell. Like 10 minutes later. Set everything up and was like, Terry, I'm going to go. And he's nice enough to judge me. Um very limited warm up, which I don't recommend, but sometimes I do good on that. And then we did the GHG at night. So personally, I had three of them done very quickly. Probably felt mm. nice. It felt nice, um, but knowing I had some time to redo the front squat, which I might have done, um, I might have done differently. I would have retested it, but yeah. Um, and then the Saturday or the Friday, we did the wall ball. Yep. And then event five. Um, what was event five? Uh, event five was really short and fast. Uh, it's nine six three of snatch at one hundred eighty five pounds and burpee box jump over at thirty inches. So it's like a power output test. Um, Females had one thirty five, one thirty five, and a thirty inch box. They had the same box height as the males. Which yeah. there's lots of cool videos out there you guys can look up. I'm sure you've seen some yeah. already if you follow any of those female CrossFitters. Just diving into the ground. Yeah, like you're talking, you're super tired, and now you have to go do a 30-inch vert as a very small female athlete. Yeah. And I would say, so this workout is probably, like, the best indicator of how CrossFit is changing. Um, like, just, like, pushing the boundary of what the normal standard is. So in the open... For everybody, we did the 24 and the 20 inch. And then when you get a little bit more selective and look at the people who want to compete, well, the 30 inches is going to be the new standard. Um, guys are still flying. Guys were still flying. It looked like it was a 10 inch box. Yeah. So the fastest scores in this workout were under two minutes, which is yeah. really impressive. Um, touch and going on the barbell. Neither of us did that. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, to, be safe, to be safe to say. Um, and I think both of us are similar as far as weightlifting is concerned, like snatch is probably a movement that we're in comparison to our competition is, uh, is weak. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't crazy nervous about that workout cause I knew I could power snatch it the whole time, but, um, not touch and go it so i knew i was gonna have a great score i was happy with how i executed i did redo this workout uh and i i improved which i was happy about that was a nice way to end the weekend like feeling good about the effort that you put into that workout even though knowing that um it's not to the level where it needs to be it's still like the foundation of like being able to move the barbell is there and then like being able to after three days of like hard workouts, push yourself and then improve um, when it really didn't mean anything. Like that's a, that's a mental skill that takes time to develop and like be okay with that. So overall I was happy with that last workout. 
Um, I hated the last workout, one hundred percent. Just simply because it was denoted, it was noted as a snatch, not a power or a squat snatch. I'm a pretty good squat snatcher, even when it's heavy. So I am not good at power snatching. So I resorted to squat snatch, which is much harder on the legs and just not as efficient. So it was just going to take me a lot longer. Um, and I was, you know, a funny story. I did the redid the wall ball row on Saturday, and then Hannah's like. She was here. She's like, you're already warm. You're, you're already warm. You got to do it. And I'm in my head. I'm like, I don't know. Should I come back later? So I just jumped into it, warmed up the snatch, and actually did really well. I hit every snatch but one. Uh, put up, in my opinion, a good time for doing squat snatches and was happy with that. But then I not saw some scores. And then I tried to come back and redo it on Sunday. Went as fast as I could. Took some chances. And it just I was missing too much on the round of six. So I pulled the plug on that. But I don't know. Um, all in all, I, I, they, it was kind of fun. Joe said it like doing it with us together, but I, I didn't love the weekend and having to put them all in, in that time and in the time frames and, and finding the rope. It was a little bit too stressful, um, for myself. That's what I thought. I'm not complaining. I'm just giving you my honest opinion and wish the battery of tests were a little bit different, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. It could next year, it could be almost all different longer workouts and then i say that they just say the different thing and big strong guys go well there was no really big heavy stuff so i mean if i'm my very unbiased view because i didn't compete uh i look at the leaderboard we know we know lots of competitors now we've been doing it for a while certainly favors someone who's stronger uh so typically like a larger person that's uh, like the front squat a bigger stronger heavier person is going to do well in that the wall ball and row bigger stronger heavier persons do well in that the snatch burpee box jump workout, although you like uh, kind of look at the burpee box jump, you're like, yeah, you think like big guys would have a hard time with that, but there's only was know, 18, eight, reps. 18 reps. So you're talking these big, strong guys who are super powerful. Same goes with females. Uh, it's very biased towards stronger people, I should say. Um, they're going to breeze through that. So to me, the front squat, the wall ball row, and the, the snatch burpee box jump over events are all very, like you should be getting about the same place in each of those because it's directly related to strength and power output. And then you take the uh, jump rope, dumbbell, handstand push-up workout. And if you don't have any rest in that, it's probably a little better test for uh, like aerobic capacity in some of these guys, but still it's super short. It's yeah. not long enough in my opinion to be a good test of that and we also know that with you guys going as fast as you possibly could and some people are still going faster it's just another test of power to me it's like it's a test of how fast you can move so yeah. strength and power and then you have one workout left which was like you said you could have talked while you were doing yeah. it like it's you can only go it's like a skill it's like a limitation on muscular endurance like at some point you just can't do the reps anymore because your hip flexors and abs are destroyed and you can't go any faster on the ghd and it, it's like there wasn't much aerobic work like lung work really no and like you said you the row wall ball could be but but yeah it, no it's my, just too biased to big yep. people or bigger people so and then that's i mean obviously coming from a smaller person i'm just gonna think that automatically and there's obviously you gotta get way stronger that's it's a no-brainer but i did see that right away when they got all got announced and i was like okay well yeah, that's not. Fun. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to be a realist with it. I yeah, I mean, I I don't think it was a great battery of tests to pick the fittest person out of the top 7,700. Yeah, m- males and females. Now, I mean, 
Interesting when you brought up the handstand hold with the front squat. I think that would have been a nice idea on that specific workout. Yeah. So I said, like, you should have a 20-minute window, or you had a 20-minute window to do your four-rep max front squat. I think they should have combined that with a high-skill movement, like a handstand hold, because you could do that all in the same space quite easily. You already have a rack. You already have a floor. And then for each second you did on the handstand hold, you could get one extra pound on your lift. So that benefits. Like one max attempt. So if I did yeah. a minute 20, I would get 120 more pounds on it. Front yeah. squat 421. Yeah. Versus someone who could front squat 360 and then they only get 20 seconds. I beat them. Yeah. Although I'm, I don't know. Those, some of those bigger guys have the strength to do long handstand holds. It's just a good skill element. That it just gets rid of some of the other There wasn't much skill in this, really. No, because it wasn't legless rope climb. Yeah. It would have been nice to be a muscle up. There were no muscle ups. There were no toe to bar. And even in the last stages, there was 30 chest to bar and 30 toe to bar, which usually there's 100 plus in workouts. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I know. It's like, I'm just, always, sal- I'm just salty. It's all hindsight. And but for, for me, if you take the scores that came out of this quarterfinal, combine them with the scores from the open, I think that whoever got first place in that will probably be the person who will win the games because it's just a better battery. Could have done that, taken out the clean and jerk of the front squat and just had that one max. Yeah. Maybe the clean and jerk. Yeah. And then taken out the front squat on the front squat at the game's level. But, I mean, a lot of what-ifs. They still do a great job. I'm not... Yeah, no, it's, you know. it's great. It's different every year, and that's, yeah. why, that's good, why I like it. Good media, good stand. Like, you know. I'm, I'm sure, like Joe said, now it's like, I have to get stronger. So that's... You get some data out of it. But yeah, and I'm, it's it's this constant like evolution for people who want to compete and like who want to like basically be driven and and, and look at the and look at the open or whatever tests you're doing as basically a, a year evaluation. Like that's what I saw this weekend as. This was a year evaluation of what have I done over the last year? How do I compare to people that are also willing to step in and like let themselves be critiqued and then what do you do about it so like i would say over the last year like i was dedicated to my training and i got better at the things that i wanted to get better at and now the mindset just it doesn't change it just changes on maybe what i'm working on and the goal still is like if you can continually to get better and if you can get better than your competition that will be reflected next year and then it's just this, like, you're just looking in a mirror. It's not, like, anything good or bad. Like, it's just showing you mm-hmm. what you um, what you are at that moment in time. And then, like, what do you do about it? So, Yeah, and, I mean, you guys can do that, too, in training here. And, and even taking some workouts year by year or taking your strength numbers and comparing them year by year and writing stuff down. I mean, that's why we value, um, like, important. the SugarWatt app, and that's why we do the daily, like, whiteboard. That's why we do, like... Yeah, it's... It's not a... It's not necessarily, like, a... I don't know, like, a beauty contest or whatever you want to call it. Like, oh, like, you always get the best score. It's like, no, who's improving over this period of time? And, like, that's what data allows you to see. Yeah, and you, and you can't expect it to be overnight, right? It takes time, and years are a good indicator but yeah that was that was the fun weekend i want to one really interesting thing about crossfit at least i think it's really interesting other people might not so let's say uh you're basing your performance on your placement in the open let's say you got three thousandth place this year 
Next year, you come into it and you get 3,200th. You feel like you've gotten worse, but the thing that's different about the way CrossFit competitions work, or at least the Open, is let's say I'm a 100-meter sprinter. Uh, This year, I got 10 seconds. Next year, I got 9 seconds. It's pretty fast, by the way. Yeah. Um, I know I got better because that's all I have to do is a 100-meter test. It's me versus the clock. It's not uh, me. I mean, yes, it's me versus these other people. But if one year I get eighth place and the next year I run faster, I still know I ran faster. But in CrossFit, if you get this place this year, you get way better. And then you end up with the worst score. It's hard to quantify because you are trying to progress faster than the rest of the field. So you have guys who are already really good, who are maybe progressing slowly. You have guys who are really good, who are progressing really quick. You have guys who have never done cross before, who just pop up out of nowhere. They just made crazy progress. And you're, you're kind of racing against the field. So to me, it was really hard to always compare myself like, this year to the next year because the rate of progress at which other people are making, you know, I've been lifting for 14 years. I know I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put 20 pounds on my back squat in a year. I know that I know I'm not going to improve certain things by certain numbers just based on the length of time I've been working out. And then you see guys come in and it's like last year they did four Oh five for one at the games in the front squat. And then this year they did four fifty five for four. Um, the rate of improvement is just, it's insane. It's crazy. It's makes it harder to compare yourself as a competitor. So I'm just kind of giving like a, a word of caution. It's not like you got worse. If your open placement was worse, it was just that everyone got a lot better, a lot faster, or the workouts just didn't fall on your face. I was just going to say that you could just get something you're not great at, you know, that just weighs you down. It could just be a ring muscle up, but every other thing you've got be one workout. So you could look yeah. at all five and just average that out. But uh, it is nice to have numbers, but I mean, two good, two good thoughts on that right there. And you know, I mean, some people are performance enhancing. They might be. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about that. I don't want. To. All right, <laughs> we don't want to talk. I, about that. That's for another day. Yeah, we're already deep into this one. Yeah, <laughs> really deep. But yeah, we just wanted to give you guys a little uh, rundown of that. Uh, maybe if they do it again next year, we'll we'll do it where we can have some some audience come watch. I think that might be a good idea. That'd be really um, and. And more of you will be there next year. I mean, yeah, maybe take that as, as a goal because it's attainable. You guys are all great and good. Just have the goal. Take, you know, small little steps and month by month. And, and a lot of people did it this year. They just said they worked harder than they ever have before. I, I always think it's nice to know that you can always tap into that. Yeah. Like done today's workout, we ended, it ends with a 20 calorie row. And people who've competed before, like, you know, you can tap into a little extra yeah. if you, if you want to, like, if you want to, you could. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying yesterday on the road to a couple of people. Yeah. You can you can finish it. You can. You, can. you just it. have to. But do you um, want to? I mean, I, I guess that's a good segue. Just we haven't finalized any details, but we will be having a summer competition. I can't wait. We yeah. don't necessarily have a t- date yet. I think we're going to go with teams of two, whether they're co-ed or not. I'm thinking male, male, female, female for equipment wise, but multi-location, multi, multi-location. So it could be in Lake Superior. It could be at. Dubai. Chris's place. In it. Yeah, it could be in um, Hinkley, you know. Hinkley Casino Throwdown. Hinkley is about the same We as don't Dubai. know, but I mean, that's that's going to be fun, I think. And we'll get a lot of participa- participation. We're open and we're going to make it a blast. So that's kind of something to look forward to. If you listen to it this long, 
Thank you for that. And then Chris will make cheeseburgers after. Yep. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> He'll be on the grill. Yeah. Um, any final words? I mean, I don't know. That's it. Yeah, it's, uh, people have asked, you know, like, how do the guys do? How do they think about it? Yeah. And, you know, we love to chat for 40 minutes, but a lot of time we don't have the time to do that with each individual person. So what we've been talking about doing this for a while, you know, like the reflection on competition and uh, just for those of you who are interested in kind of what goes in their mind and how their bodies feel truly feel i think there's some good honesty in this talk which was nice yeah um, and hopefully it gives you guys a little bit more insight into maybe the reason like we say certain things during class mm -hmm. and like where we're pulling these where we're pulling this stuff from like a lot of it is coming from our own personal experience and like trying to pass on some of that wisdom or like motivation to you guys to you know make your hour workout the best that you can or for those of you who are interested in competing like starting to think a little bit more cerebrally, I guess. I know when I started, like when I heard you talk about workouts, I'm like, I will never think about workouts like that. And now I have started to like, you start to just do the math in your head and you start to think about certain ways and you start to value movement quality and stuff like that. Um, and that that is part of the, the fun of the competition process of seeing that being tested and the work you put in being reflected. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, again, it was a, it was a different weekend, but great weekend. It was, you know, fun to see, uh, Joe improve so much in one year, fun to see Sean push at it. And I'm, I'm excited for the next year. I hope they do it again so we can get more people in. What's, uh, what's next for you two? Is there any competitions on the horizon? Is there... Hannah wants to do a co-ed team of two. That'd be fun. But I can't, I don't I can't find one. We have to get married first, probably. We have to worry about that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, just, I, I, I gotta get stronger, obviously. I mean, that's just always been the thing. So keep working on that diligently and yeah, I don't know. Okay. Dubai maybe. Okay. Um, at, for immediate future, um, not a hundred percent certain there'll probably be something pop up like locally or, or regionally that I want to go check out. Um, I know I will want to compete in person. Um, because I haven't done that basically since I started, I competed twice in person, like in the first, like six to eight months that I started CrossFit and I haven't been able to since. Um, and I think I enjoy that a little bit more than the online competition. So, um, I'm looking forward to doing some kind of event here, whether that's in the next three months or six months or whatever. Yeah. Maybe I can get you out of retirement. Oh, that's what happened last time for a team of four. I mean, to be continued, I guess. I, I mean, <laughs> I'll go team for the rest of my competitive career. I'll say it right now on, on air on the hot mic. If you come back, don't. And then we'll just train team. <laughs> All right, that's Sorry, up. For man, that's up. That's up for discussion. <laughs> so. If Chris comes back, I'll come back. <laughs> what do you think? I'm just laughing left. on that. I'm just laughing on that. Uh, but again, thanks for listening. I know this might have been a little bit long, but. Uh, uh, again, if you guys have any more questions about this, how to compete, little tidbits, we're, um, we tend to think we, we have a lot of knowledge on that stuff. So and if you ever enter a competition, people have done this. They like print off the events and give them to us. And like, how do I do this the yep. best? We'll definitely help you with that. So, okay, guys, thank you so much.